Coca-Cola FEMSA is the largest uh, Coca-Cola bottler in the world. We operate in, in 10 countries in Latin America, going from Mexico to Argentina. I've been uh, the CPO, the Chief Procurement Officer for five years now. I uh, used to be in finance. And it's been an exciting time in, in, in these five years. We have undergone to a very huge transformation in procurement. Give us a sense of the procurement volume that you do, and if you're comfortable, also tell us about your revenue, just so we have a sense of the, the scope of your organization. We are an organization of uh, $13 billion, and we have under control, under, under expense, $4 billion in these cases. We were handling the direct materials in a, on a strategic procurement basis, but uh, we couldn't get the indirect on scope because uh, we didn't have the tools necessary to do it. And uh, this is where we embark into establishing a, a new business model to tackle the indirect spend. And uh, this is what we have done in the last few years. It took us uh, a couple of years to design the model, to gather the need specifically because it was a huge movement in, in, the, in all the countries where we operate. And Finally, we're on the implementation. We haven't finished, but uh, we have a very good progress. What's the relationship between the technology as the enabler and all of these process changes and culture and even business model changes? Well, the thing is this one. When we embark into this, what, what we had in mind is to tackle the indirect spend and how we were organized in this fragmented organization. So. The, the, the aim that we had, it was a business model that we needed to change. In order for us to change that business model, we needed a tool, an enabler, that will get our centralized negotiations and get it down exactly to the end user. And this is what, what we, where we use uh, Ariva. It was part of a bigger system, a bigger change in our business model. So if we have a, a kind of hierarchy, it starts with the, the business model at the top, and then what flows down from that? Correct, completely correct. Why was it such a challenge? Why was the existing state so difficult? Well, let me put it in this perspective. We have 48 manufacturing facilities and a little bit less than 300 distribution centers. And we had buyers everywhere. And, and when you were in, an, in one of our facilities, when one engineer needed something, he approached one buyer, a person, a physical person, and he went and explained what he wanted. Then the buyer just went ahead and, and, and do the, the, the purchasing by itself, making a scouting in the market, looking for the product, and finally getting into the, our SAP system. This process was very slow, very bureaucratic. It took a lot of time to, to our people to cover all these expenses. And it, it had a huge organization, a huge procurement organization. It was what I can call a reactive basis. We went into a, a proactive model in which what we wanted to have is that the, the, the end user didn't need to approach anybody. We collect all the buyers and centralize the operation in, in the countries and then in the corporate. 
And with this centralized organization, what we did is that the, the uh, buyers, now they had time to devote it, to make the strategic procurement of the indirects that they were supposed to be doing it, but they couldn't do it because they spent a lot of time speaking with our internal customers, chasing POs, chasing shipments with suppliers. So it was very difficult for them. What happened is that now when the buyers had time, they could establish better negotiations with a strategic approach. They put it into catalogs. Then our, our end user was able in the Arriva platform to find what they need, put the request, and it went to, the, to his approval, the supervisor or director that they had. And once it was approved, it was all the way gone to the vendor. Then the interaction with the vendor, they no longer needed to approach the buyer to see where their shipment was, because they could see it directly in the system when the shipment was going to be done, when it was uh, ready, and if it was uh, an import, when what was on the, on the customs, and when it was in the plant. So the interaction, the user experience, it was much greater. The people is, is so happy now because they have control of whatever they are expanding. And they know exactly where the goods are. And our buyers are more focused into the negotiation. They can do it better and capturing a lot of savings. I can see the uh, enormous change because you went from a very labor-intensive system where the procurement person was chasing down every possible permutation of, uh, of buying, and now it's self-service. So this involves, this type of change involves both technology as well as process and even a cultural shift. Correct. Correct. We didn't really get rid of the people. We only reorganize. We put them on a centralized basis. It's exactly the same people, but now they have a lot of time that they can focus on the strategic negotiations, go and have very fruitful negotiations with the vendors, go and chase new vendors in, in some cases that they couldn't attack. So it was great for them. And along those lines, uh, we also established the budget control on the line items were that the, we wanted to focus the most. So our management is also very pleased because in the past, whenever they approved something, they didn't know exactly how much of their budget was consumer rate. And now this Ariba solution, they know exactly before they are approving how much of their budget is going to be spent. So that's great for them too. So it's good for employees, it's good for management. What's the impact on the suppliers? In a lot of cases, they didn't know exactly if they were going, how much volume they were going to get, how much of the piece of the pie they were getting. Now that we have a strategic approach and that the buyer can be able to, to see more or less how much they're going to be spending, we can establish long-term negotiations and we can establish better approach with the suppliers because also they, they get a lot of synergies. Once we are able to accumulate all the volume from the different pieces, then we are able to gather bigger negotiations with them. For them, it's, it's better because they have a long-term perspective with accumulation of volume, 
so they're able to give us better pricing. Now, such a large project, how do you go about implementing this? How do, how do you take this from concept to the execution? Because it involves so many moving pieces. Correct. Well, that's why I told you at the beginning that we were still in the middle. And let me tell you where we are. We started the, this implementation in Colombia. It was um, a little bit more than a year ago when we went live. Then we moved into Mexico, which is our, our largest market. Then from Mexico, we went and did all the countries in Latin America, Nicaragua, Costa Rica, Panama, and Guatemala. And um, this is where we are at, uh, with the system in place. Now we are implementing in Brazil. Uh, we hope to finish by July of this year. And then towards year end, we are gonna do Argentina and Uruguay. Lastly, Venezuela, we may do it next year with it all depends on the country situation. But how do you, how do you think about the, the transformation aspect since it involves technology, it involves changing processes, it even involves changing culture, both on the part of your internal employees as well as on the part of your vendors? Let me tell you, we did some mistakes at the beginning. The problem is that we didn't realize the size of the change that was. So at the beginning, we just went ahead and do it. But uh, uh, we, we learned that we needed a, a mindset change. So we established a communication program to all the stakeholders, the end users, the buyers. The buyers by themselves, they knew, but they didn't realize all of the change. The suppliers and, and, and the management by itself. Once we established this communication program, things are starting to flow correctly. And, and we learn a lot in the first implementation. And uh, out of that, the second implementation was better, and the third one it was better, and I think the fourth one is gonna be even better. It, it, it was not only the communication, but also we needed to react to their concerns. In some cases, they have some valid points because they, they needed to do it on waves and not do it just once in a time. So we, we started with small pieces, learning, and then once it was uh, firm and consolidated, then we can move to the second phase, to a third phase, to a fourth phase, and then we finish. What advice do you have for others who are listening to this and saying, yeah, you know, we, we should go through this as well, but we don't even know how to begin because it's so complex. Well, first of all, you need to establish a plan and a strategic plan with a purpose, with an intent, what you're looking for. It's not easy. And, and you need to review exactly your model. What is your, your current model and what's the model that you want to end up with? You need to keep that in mind because if you don't have the purpose very clearly and the objectives that you're looking for, you can, you can get lost. And, and, and let me tell you, to us, the, the, the Arriva solution, it was the enabler of our strategy. And we didn't take all the suite what, uh, completely. We took what we needed out of the suite. The solution, it's huge. It has a lot of options. So we took only the pieces that we needed for our strategy. 
So a narrow or, or let's say more accurately, a precise focus at the outset is the key to having the right outcome as you go through the project and ultimately complete the project. Correct, completely correct. So the business model was the driver, the technology was the enabler, and the execution steps are around culture change and process change. Correct, you got it correct. Great, Jorge, thank you so much. You're welcome, thank you for inviting me.